Hi, Cricketlectuals. Welcome back to another free hit episode. And if you're new here, Cricketlectuals is a Pakistan cricket podcast where we talk about everything related to Pakistan cricket. So if you're a fan of Pakistan cricket, make sure you subscribe to the channel and listen to our full-length episodes on a podcast app of your choice. We release two new episodes every week, so tune in and join the conversation. So we have lots to talk about today. There's a Pakistan-Australia test series. There are updates about the PCB Hall of Fame. There's also updates about Pakistan women's cricket in the Women's World Cup. So let's get to it. So let's start with some quick updates. First, we have Shaheen, Babur, and Razan finally getting their trophies, their awards in the physical form in the flesh. And these are the awards that they earned from the ICC at the end of the year 2021. And the awards look pretty cool. They look like these little trophies where there's a hand sticking out and grabbing a ball. And the color of the ball is different for depending on the award that you got. Shaheen's is red, Rizwan's is blue, and Bobber's is white. In addition, we've had some new records at the end of the second test match. So we have Bobber and Shafiq setting up a new record for the fourth inning partnership between two batsmen. And in that second test against Australia, Bobber and Shafiq batted for a partnership of 228 runs from 520 balls. In addition, Bobber set another record for the highest score by a captain in the fourth innings, which was about 196. So well done, boys. It was a tough kind of a match for us, but all is well that ends well. In the end, it turned out to be an entertaining finish. And finally, Javed Miadad and Zahir Abbas have both been inducted into the PCB Hall of Fame. So congratulations to both of them and well-deserved. Now let's look at the Pakistan versus Australia series, specifically the second test match. So the second test match also ended in a draw. There were big innings from Bob Razum, Abdullah Shafiq, and Mohamed Rizwan, who all scored centuries. But this was another unremarkable pitch. And it did not gain a lot of positive support and feedback from critics. But the interesting thing is Pakistan were bowled out under 200 in their first inning. And in their second inning, they were successful at defending and staying on the crease without getting bowled out and giving Australia a victory. So in the end, those good performances from Babur, Abdullah Shafiq, and Rizwan kind of saved the test for us. So well done, boys. And now we're heading to Lahore for the third and final test. Now the pitch in Lahore is also looking pretty similar. It doesn't look like it's much more than what we've seen already. But as far as the players are concerned, Australia will be playing the same exact team. And Pakistan's playing 11 is not yet clear, but we will find out very shortly because the game is tomorrow. Finally, we do have a new-ish update about the pitch situation. The PCB has hired and called upon the ICC Academy curator named Toby Lumsden to come in and supervise the development of this pitch in Lahore. So we're going to see if that makes any difference at all. We were listening to Pat Cummins' press conference earlier this morning, and he said it looks pretty much the same. But again, we're moments away from finding out. Everyone is hoping, of course, that the last test match does end in a result. And at Intellectuals, we of course want Pakistan to win. But since the pitches have been gaining so much attention, there's always some controversial statement being put out by somebody. In this case, it's former Australian captain Mark Taylor, who said, unfortunately, I think it shows where Pakistan cricket is at. The two pitches we've had have been roads. It looks to me like they haven't backed their side. They're saying, don't lose this series. Tough words from Mark Taylor, but there might be a shred of truth in them, given what we heard earlier in the week from Ramiz Raja about creating pitches based on our own own strength and we had lost our key strike bowlers blah 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 when you say things like that and you make pitches like this this is the kind of stuff that's going to come out and i really hope that lahore changes this whole perception because otherwise the australian team is going to leave pretty frustrated and that's not good for pakistan cricket we came a long way we got 
brought the Australians here. And once they're here, we gave them two pitches where no results were to be had and there wasn't anything for the bowlers. So some like Mark Taylor might rightfully suggest that this might indicate a very defensive approach and an approach based in fear of losing. I 100% believe that Pakistan would have given Australia a good fight on any kind of pitches. I just wish we had taken the chances and made a pitch that would have benefited at least the Pacers. But what's done is done. We're off to the third test and we'll see if the conditions change in Lahore. Speaking of Lahore, there has been a venue change. You'll recall that the previous one day international and T20 games were all to be played in Rawalpindi, but that's no longer the case. These games have been moved to Lahore. So the rest of the Pakistan versus Australia matches all of them will now take place immediately after the test matches in Lahore, which is another reason why I'm hoping that this pitch offers a little bit more than the previous two pitches have offered us because we have a lot of cricket coming up and all of it is going to be happening in Lahore. Now, speaking of Lahore, let's look at the venue a little bit more closely. Gaddafi Stadium has a capacity for 27,000 observers. Total test matches that have been played here are 40. The wins that went to the side batting first equal to three and wins that went to side batting second were 15. So a huge difference here. And as always, is the case whether we like to admit it or not toss does matter in Pakistan the highest total in Gaddafi Stadium has been 699 for five that Pakistan scored against India and the lowest total here has been 70 all out by New Zealand against Pakistan so this might give us a bit of perspective on what to expect but given that they have Toby over there supervising the pitch development maybe some things will change and this match will become an anomaly but it sounds like the sides batting second often have an edge here in Lahore. So now let's turn to the One Day International and the T20 teams. There have been some announcements. Both teams have announced the squads. Australia, unchanged. Australia's ODS squad we've known for a long time, so we won't go over that. But the notable inclusions in the Pakistani T20 International squads are as follows. We have Mohammad Haris joining in, who's replacing Safraz Ahmed, which I feel like my rant in the last free hit kind of worked because I was complaining about Safraz Ahmed tagging along for no apparent reason. And now we have a new player getting a chance in place of him. So great news. Hopefully they'll give him a game. He's a great talent and I'm looking forward to seeing him. But we also have breaking news about Zahid Mahmood's inclusion. Originally, we had Mohammad Nawaz who was picked. But Muhammad Nawaz has actually been playing with an injury. He had a foot injury that he picked up from HBL PSL 7 and he hasn't made a full recovery. So he's being sat out for both the T20s and the one day internationals against Australia. And in place of him, we have Zahid Mahmoud. In addition, we're going to have Dahani, Usman Qadir and Asif Afridi getting a chance. So these are some interesting inclusions. We like them. Hopefully most of them will get a chance to play and showcase their skills. In terms of the one day international squad, we have Saud Shakil, Hader Ali, Khushtil Shah, Zahid Mahmood again, and Abdullah Shafiq joining the team. That was a lot of updates about Pakistan and Australia, but the topic of Pakistan versus Australia is now complete. Let's move on to some other news. And that is the Women's World Cup update. So we've had back-to-back losses. The Pakistan women have not yet achieved any success in the tournament. Out of four matches we played so far, we have zero wins and four losses. Our next two games are against the West Indies tomorrow and then a few days later against England. But there has been some silver lining. Sidra Amin scored a century and became the first Pakistani woman to score a century in a World Cup tournament. So congratulations to Pakistan and Sidra Amin for such an accomplishment. Well done. It's good to see that even though the team has not been doing as well, there have been some good individual performances that keeps our hopes up. Now, the teams at the top of the charts are South Africa, Australia, India, 
and the West Indies. All these teams are doing well. And the cricket that they've played, I've seen some of the matches have been really top-notch. The India versus Australia game was really exciting. There was some really good fielding and batting in that game. And the Australia-New Zealand game was also pretty exciting. So if you haven't seen one of these games, at least check out the attractions. We want to support women's cricket. And one way to do that is try to catch the games. So good luck to the Pakistani women. Here's what the points table looks like. Even though Pakistan is at the bottom, Pakistan is also a team alongside Bangladesh that has played the least amount of games. There are three more games left, I believe. And if Pakistan wins all three of them, they might have a chance to get into the top five, but it's looking unlikely. Hopefully they win all three because it's good not only for the Pakistani women's team, but Pakistani women's cricket in general. And on that note, we're going to wrap up today's free hit. Please make sure you check out our podcast at Cricket Lectures. Our mission is to create a positive narrative around Pakistan cricket around the world. You subscribing to our YouTube channel and listening to our podcast helps us achieve that mission. So thank you in advance. And until next time, it's your host, Jay, signing out. Peace.